Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome again, Growing in Grace. I'm the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski, and Mike Cap Kapler. He's with me, and if you uh, look on our our website, uh, well, you can go to graceroots.org to, to find a link to all of our past archive, you know, the, the archive of all of our past programs, and you'll see our pictures there. And in case you wonder who is who, I am the one with the looks, and <laughs> Cap over there is the one with the brains. <laughs> And I will not deny that. <laughs> um, yeah, me neither. I won't. <laughs> no, seriously. I, and I uh, and I tell the truth as I say this. I was um, I was just just today. I heard on the radio the Pet Shop Boys on our local uh, radio station. It plays Iowa's classic hits. Uh, they play a bunch of stuff from the eighties. I've heard them on the radio several times in the last few weeks. But I heard. Well, I forgot what song they played today, but it uh, it always reminds me of their one song, Let's Make Lots of Money. I've got the bronze, you've got the brains, let's make lots of money. And uh, I just love that tune. <laughs> and it reminds me of how much money we're not making doing this program. <laughs> but that's because it's not about money. It really is. We've talked about a lot in recently in in recent weeks. It's really about encouraging people in in God's grace, and we are thrilled to do this every week. Yeah, it, it is interesting how this uh, this little ministry, if you want to call it that, growing in grace. Somebody asked us one time if we get paid for it. Now it's just something a couple of guys are are doing that we would normally be discussing on our own, and decided just to just start recording ourselves here a little bit. And uh, it's it's interesting how it's grown into. Thousands of people downloading the program every month, and we're excited about that. I told somebody at church today, you know, we're just simple people, and I, I think there's a, I think there's a call for this out there, Joel. That some people just they they want to cut out all the religion and all that stuff, and they just want us to focus on, uh, you know, a couple of guys. We're just regular people, and and I, I don't want to be political here, Joel. You might not like her, you might love her. I don't care. But I think one of the reasons that a lot of people connect with somebody like Sarah Palin is just because she seems more like a regular person, and that's kind of like we are. In fact, I told these people that uh, she's we a keep simple it pretty gal. simple because we're simple-minded people. <laughs> you know what her response was? She says, well, don't sell yourself short. And I thought, you know, one thing we shouldn't do is sell God short, God who is in us, and uh, you know, never underestimate God in you. That's for sure. You know, that's a powerful thing to to really, if we really think about it. The 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 God of the universe. I I've read uh, things uh, that talk about the universe and how the universe expands and and, and the speed of light. And this is just uh, a lot of it is theories, and a lot of it, you know, because we obviously we can't see really truly to the edge of the universe, but just. Just to know that God made all of this, and then when it, you know you look at uh, the whole idea of DNA and this this complex thing that's so tiny uh, and yet it means so much to the makeup of of each individual and and so on and so forth. And you think the God who created all of this, 
It's the God who's living inside us. His power, his life, and, and everything is what is in us. It's, it's some powerful stuff, and I, I do think we sell him short. Uh, we sell ourselves short for, uh, you know, without you know, realizing fully that the lengths that God went to to deposit himself in us, you know, to, to live in us. And, and we sell ourselves short and him short uh, of, of all the power and the life that is readily ours, readily available to us, readily right here, right right now. Well, and let, let's talk about that some more, Joel, because um, I, I know I, I touched on some of this, uh, but I, I, I had some time to think about it some more and talked with you a little bit about it, too. And I want to kind of comb back through a few things and, and continue it, uh, with an, a, a perspective that uh, will hopefully shed some light and, and bring some more freedom uh, and, and help people to realize who they are in Christ and, and their new identity in Him. Again, the, the battle here that is taking place is the battle of identity. Re- remember how we talked recently about when Jesus was baptized and then it was revealed to Him by God the Father who He was, the Son of God. He was there. Conf- the identity was confirmed right there. And immediately after that, Joel, is when He went into the desert to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. We only see a, a few verses on this. So we see a summary of what took place during that time. And it was the devil coming at him, challenging him on who he was. And the same is true for you and me. That's where you were going to be challenged. And your ability to to win in this life, of of course, we're already winners in Christ. But understanding and and gaining a real handle on who you are in Christ is really going to help you live a life that is, is free from a lot of the religious junk that will try to drag you down. In 1 Peter chapter 1, and, and this is such a powerful statement, we could probably spend a lot of time just on this. But the, Peter says, his divine power, well, I'm picking up in the middle of it, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. And his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. His divine power has given us, this is past tense, it's already been done, has given uh, to us all things, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Joel, what, what's your description of all things that pertain to life and godliness? How would you list that? Well, uh, you know, that's it's, it, again, it goes back to the God of the universe and, and the, how powerful and how mighty and what a great supply. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's infinite. You know, I mean, all things. I mean, I, I think it leaves out nothing. Want to think of all things that that pertain to life and godliness? He he's he's supplied it. He supplied us with it. Yeah, we're 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 partakers of that, and partakers of the of the divine nature. So as Peter goes on here, he says, "By which have been given to us exceedingly uh, great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature." This is heavy stuff here. We are already partakers. We've already been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. This is heavy because most Christians, most religious circles, are somehow trying to communicate to you and I how to try to get more from God, mm-hmm. how to try to connect more with Him, and, and so on. And, and yet here the Bible tells us over and over again, and this is put beautifully by Peter, that we've already been supplied with so much. And, and then he goes on to say, but also, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. 
to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. He says, add this to your faith. Now, most people will look at this from the perspective that, okay, you've got faith, now work on adding this stuff to it. When really what what Peter is saying is that, that this word add, add this, uh, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith this stuff, these qualities, these great things. That word add, Joel, in, in the Greek is the same word as supply. In, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, for example, there's another use of the word where Paul said, He who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Paul asked that, he who supplies. Peter says, add to your faith. In other words, he's not saying, do this stuff to add to something that God has given you. In other words, let me rephrase that. He's not saying, add this stuff, do this stuff, and add it to your faith. He's saying, this has already been added to your faith. This is this is a part of who you are. These, these are God-like qualities that have been supplied to you, that have already been given to you. So, in other words, he's saying, uh, on top of all this stuff about being partakers of the divine nature, on top of all this stuff of being given all things that pertain to life and godliness, remember, add this, he's also supplied you with these things that we just talked about. You know, uh, brotherly love and, and uh, virtue and, and knowledge and, and kindness and so forth. These are a part of who we are in Christ. They've already been given to us. I'm not trying to do anything to get them. They've all, they're, they're a part of the, the very nature of God that's in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that. Peter goes on to say this, Joel. He who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. We're already cleansed from our old sins. Another part of that new nature within you. But the problem is that most people will uh, approach this passage of Scripture from a works perspective, thinking that they need to do this stuff They think faith's been given to them, but they think they need to do this stuff to add to their faith, when in reality it's already been given to us. It was added to our faith in in our new nature that God supplied us with. And uh, the, the unfortunate thing is that a lot of people forget this. They don't know who they are in Christ. They don't know they've been supplied with these things. And when they don't live up to this little list that I just read off based on their own efforts, when they don't live up to it, guilt and condemnation sets in, and they forget that they were already cleansed from their old sins. Mm-hmm. That that that's the I think that's the key. You know, the the key to to all of this goes back to how how Peter started this. That you started reading from um, the early part of Second Peter chapter one. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It's already been given to us. That there is the foundation. That, that right there is the foundation. We've become partakers of the of the divine nature, and so with that as the foundation, that you know that's got to be the foundation. I mean, if you don't get that, then stay there for a while until you do get it. <laughs> that that God has given to you all things that pertain to life and godliness. That's a key to everything in the rest of your life, in the rest of your life in Christ. The foundation is that God has already given us all things. And so when Peter goes on and he talks about adding virtue, 
knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. These are things that God has already given us. So, indeed, as you say, you know, if it becomes a works-based thing, a performance-based thing that, wow, okay, uh, we've got faith, and now I need to, let's see, I need to look at this list, I need to work on virtue. And so I'm going to try to get to work on virtue. And then when I've done well enough in that, I'm going to move on to knowledge, then I'm going to move on to self-control. And man, I can, I, I've been on this treadmill myself. You have cap, and I know a lot of our listeners have too. We just get on this treadmill, we try to do these things, and then we fail. And then the guilt and the condemnation come, and we think we're never going to do it. But instead, let's live from the foundation that these things have already been supplied to us. And then from there, from that place, we can begin to walk in these things that have already been supplied to us. Uh, just a few seconds left, Cap. I don't know if you uh, have anything to add uh, as we wrap up for this week. Well, Joel, as Peter said, I do have something to add. But remember, <laughs> in the Greek here, that means supply. So let me supply our listeners with something right now for next week. King of the puns let's, here. <laughs> let's talk about fruit. Now, some of these qualities that we just listed here in, in 1 Peter, let's stop trying to do this stuff. We will encourage you on next week's program, stop trying to produce fruit. That sounds pretty unbiblical, Cap. We'll stick around and tune in next week for Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.